live your life, boy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Conspiracy Farm, where we don't start the conspiracies, we just add the water. And now, your host of the most state-of-the-art, most informed podcast on the interweb, I present to you, Pat Militage and Jeffrey Wilson. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for Yeah, rear naked choke of Cocker Spaniel, bro. You know what I'm saying? Change the neighborhood up. Conspiracy Farm. Go. Check it out. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Vladimir Petrov. I am captain of the Russian Army, and you are American Dog. And tonight, a special guest, former Russian, Spetsnaz, Sonny Puzikas. That's my best Russian accent right there. But I am stoked that to... That was actually pretty good. You know? <laughs> I've been working on it for a minute. But seriously, it's awesome to be back with you guys. Another installment for the archives. Champ, how you doing tonight? I'm doing great, man. I, I, look, uh, the lineup we've had this week has been amazing, and, and having Sonny on is the cherry on top, bro. Yeah, I've been wanting to talk. I mean, after, since all of this has popped off, we kind of brought him up today. I'm like, my goodness, man. What what? Who better to get on to get this kind of perspective? Sonny Puzikas. Uh, former Russian Spetsnaz, just badass man, friend of the show. Sonny, how you doing this evening, my friend? I'm doing good, gentlemen, and you? Well, you know, hanging out during yeah. a global, global pandemic, just another Saturday night. Yep, just another day in our lives. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. Go ahead. No, go I'm ahead. just, I just, I'm just, yeah. Where do where do we start, man? Where do we start at this point? Uh, just give me your thoughts, Sonny. You broke. Pat sent me something you you typed up and posted the other day, and I'll, which was badass. People which can go was to my page and read that. If yeah, they want. it's incredible. Yeah, and it's, it's definitely well definitely gives kind of a background on what we're going to be talking about today. Just kind of if you if you can from your background and everything encapsulate kind of what you said in that because it really echoed my sentiments, Pat's sentiments on a lot of people's sentiments on how we're seeing through a lot of what's going on right now and they're they're playing it like it's a, like it's a checkers game but really it's a real big chess game with some big stakes playing out right now what are your thoughts my friend you know this is this is a world championship of a chess games in in, in this arena and uh, you know as as i alluded in that post regardless what people believe whether it was you know somehow planned and orchestrated event or this was a random event that happened they just happened to be falling during these hard and interesting times as far as what's going on financially economically and so forth what what this event is impressed unprecedented about is that you know it's the new age uh what happens in uh wuhan province china it hits the streets of Los Angeles within a minute. And uh, the very, very personalized and individualized for a second. Go ahead. Say that again because my my Facebook uh, Live viewers were not able to hear because my computer froze for a second there, Sonny. I apologize. Are we good now? Yeah, yes. we, were, we were good on our end, but go ahead. You know... This new age with 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 instant with ability instantly to see what's going on on the other side of the world. You know, we never had that with the crisis of such proportions. Some people will say, with exception of 9/11, I I I, I have to say that this will eclipse 9/11 by leaps and bounds. I agree. By leaps and bounds. Actually, if you look at the dollar signs and everything, just what's on the paper already it already has. Yeah. You know, and uh, but where this is different, you know, while while nine eleven, you can say, you know, again, I'm not going into what happened there, who right. did what. Right. Regardless, I'm going more 
so to speak, on the consumer end, on the receiving end, how it affects people. This is this one has no borders, and and the overwhelming individualized, personalized fear. It's unlike anything that world has ever seen. And and you know it's interesting because you can tell people you're stupid, you're panicking, you 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 acting irrational, and all that stuff. Uh, whether it's calculated or accidental, that's human nature. You know, as as yesterday I, I listened to you guys talking to to Chris Paranto, You know, and uh, it, it, I laughed because it was interesting. You know, a lot of people now quoting stuff from the Men in Black, right? Where they says, you know individual can be very high intelligence but when you put it into a tribal environment into a mob uh, it, it becomes amoeba kind of iq and 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 this is you know in the short couple of weeks this has been achieved on the worldwide scale that's what bothers me it's not the virus that bothers me i'm not i'm not discounting what it can be i'm not discounting that that number of people can die and and i'm not but how it affects the collective psyche worldwide and going so since you brought up 9-11 and i mean we've talked i mean you don't have to go down this rabbit hole if you don't want to but we can have this conversation we've had this uh we brought this up multiple times whether we were talking about 9-11 or this this certain level of the social social engineers implementing this trauma-based conditioning scare the shit out of people and then they will be just willing to accept anything, just like 9-11. But like you said, it's worse now because it's just, like we talked about last night on the show, I think it's just bigger. Like you said, there's no borders. Um, this is, it's, I think it's just bigger than that. But what are your thoughts on kind of the social engineering aspect and we're seeing the ripple effect from it? Let me ask you, and this will kind of lead in hopefully to your answer. Are you seeing the... Um, the the, uh, the panic, if you will, does it match the numbers? And... To me, it doesn't, but I, I don't know what your answer is. But regardless of that, we're seeing all these other ingredients of social collapse. Just the economy alone could be collapsing. People are out of work. They don't have any money. They're already putting, putting the military on the street. They're saying this could be going for 18 months. Imagine the level of civil unrest, cancel of elections, et cetera, et cetera. How do you see this playing out? You there, Sonny? You got us, Sonny? You know, can you guys hear me? Yeah, I got yeah. you. Yeah. I hear you. Okay. Okay. So here are my thoughts. You know, again, some people will get their panties in the watch. Some people will get butt hurt. Some people will be upset because that's irresponsible talk. Look, looking at the numbers, you know, they started, what the fear started? Death rate of 3% to 7%, right? Well, now we're obviously seeing the death rate only even with a limited number of testing still being done, it's getting closer to 1% and will fall further down. So at the end of the day, when this is all done, as far as the virus itself concerned, we probably would be slightly higher than the rate of probably, but maybe even not. And uh, if you look at the result, what would be required to... Right here, breaking up a little bit. Because I have perfect connection with you guys. I can hear you. I can see you. I can see everything real time. Yeah, we can hear you well. We can. I can. I can hear you okay. Um, it's just yeah. From my end, it's a little keep, break up as well. But yeah, keep going, bro. Keep going. And 
I agree with you, Jeffrey. These these numbers nowhere near, you know, the 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 ratio that we see what kind of panic it has created, and it is. I think it is being socially engineered, and and whether it comes from above, whether it comes chaotically and sporadically, you know. But even today in Dallas, you know, oh, there's a toddler in Dallas who was diagnosed with coronavirus. Think about what they think. Think about what kind of fears they're hitting. What every mother is going to start to think. Right. What every wife will tell her husband. You know what I mean? They hitting when, when you know when we're talking about vulnerable portions of population, they hitting the most vulnerable, which is mothers, which is women, children. Both yeah, women are you know it's 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 natural. They want order. They want security. They want protection. <clears throat> Who are they gonna ask it from? Exactly. And when they, and, then and that's we, how social engineering happens because, you know, there is this promised golden freaking dome sitting there of state providing the the comfort, the security, the uh, you know, and all those stuff. Yeah. And, 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 you know, and then a lot of things become justified, you know, and next thing you know is, like I wrote in that post, you know, the, the, the nice neighborhood police officer in blue uniform that tells us to stay at home because so that we don't get infected. Same things happened in 1917. Same things happened in 1933 in Germany. Yeah. Just few few months or few short years later, that same gentleman in the blue uniform will be putting people on the trains and sending them whether to Auschwitz or Siberia. Yeah, again, we I brought this up many a times when it was talking of the PBS documentary called Genocide: Worse Than War, where that very thing was talked about. Whether it was Srebrenica, you know, the, the Balkans War, whether it was Tutsis and Hutus, your next door neighbor in a in a quick moment could become the one that's hacking you up with the machete in situations like this i know it sounds well, crazy to some people but it's happened well, there's a historic people, precedent for when it. you say tutsis and hutus people don't understand that the, 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 genocide, the genocide in, in rwanda there's been genocide yeah in 90 days that was in the what 90s, 90s? yeah mid 90s where where 800,000 people were hacked to death with machetes simply from the media pitting one group of people against the other they were all the same people but no there, there was death there was definitely ethnic difference the hutus and the, because because of the colonization tribes. of the belgians and shit there, yeah there definitely but, was some differences sure but what i'm saying is is the media could fuel the flames to make one group of people for sure go over and it's not like it was white and black it was black and black right and they hacked eight hundred thousand people to death in 90 over days. Su- over the course of That's a summer almost a million yeah. people so the media is capable of doing some horrible horrible things and they're doing the same thing today with the way they're fueling the flames. And what what I want to get to, Sonny, is what's really important is I see this as kind of when the Soviet Union broke up, you know, there was communism and, and uh, it turned into the Wild West. Um, you know, black market took off. A lot of billionaires were created, a lot of crime, a lot of organized crime, a lot of everything uh, took over uh, as the Soviet Union broke up. But we're going the opposite direction with this. We're going from a more free society to potentially a more socialist and communist society with the payouts going to every every citizen, with bank bailouts, with, with every business being bailed out and all this other stuff. Um, that's It's just vice versa. But either way, it's it's uh, people were fighting for freedom in Russia where people are fighting for safety here now all of a sudden because it's created that way. But look, Pat, here's the interesting thing, you know, the, uh, according to, you know, the ideology of, of you know, revolution in 1917, right? It was about taking the riches 
from those who have those who have and distributing it to people, right? Right. They distributing it to people a thousand dollar checks. <laughs> a lot of people deep down in their hearts they go like, I would want to tear it apart. But ninety nine percent of the people they won't. <clears throat> Why? Because right. I can't. Because because guess what? They already know that by the time the month of April is done, there's going to be a minimum of 5 million new unemployed people. In each state. Everyone, is, least highly populated everyone state. is scared. Everyone is scared they're going to starve. Everyone is scared of what's going to happen. And as I said, when you individualize the fear, you're creating a fucking herd of scared animals. Yeah, yeah dude. It's as simple as that. And yeah. It's, it's been tried many times and it's been perfected. Yes. But they found a perfect opportunity or <clears throat> intentional that it has no borders. It has no race. It has no religion. It has nothing. It shoots straight down to a human soul. But and as we see, this winds up, this fear winds up necessitating this huge control grid that winds up jumping yep. on us. And I just posted today a speech from Aldous Huxley in the late 50s or early 60s talking about how they've mapped it out, how they understand, and through these different beta tests of each kind of fear cycle, they map out how people react, and data, they, they read the data, it's just metrics, they understand, we're just ones and fucking zeros to them, whether it was, whether the Boston bombing was legit, and they just like, well, how do we, how do we gauge the metrics of locking down a huge city, or last year with the Let measles thing? Let me throw something at you, Jeffrey. Yes, sir. Let me throw something at you. Have you ever read about the thesis that Hillary Clinton wrote on uh, the work of Saul Alinsky? Saul Alinsky, yeah. No, I, I, I know who Saul Alinsky is, but I didn't okay. read it. We know Saul Alinsky's so, work. We don't know her work. Though. I know I know she's a yeah, big well, disciple of wrote, Saul Alinsky. She wrote, she wrote a college thesis on his work. That's right. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, but if you put what's going on now in the context of what Saul Alinsky wrote as far as taking over healthcare, this and all these steps... I don't know if there's more perfect fit than this. Right. right. And we can and we and people least. can couch it in a socialist, communistic, whatever you want to say. This is a globalist agenda that's been mapped out for decades. And we often get caught up in yep. the red and blue and stuff, but at the end of the day, the same control mechanism is still going to be doing the same thing. And when we move into this next evolution of possibly cashless society, the smart grid, um, you know, a, 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 a uh, energy-based, uh, you know, a resource-based economy moving to a uh, uh, energy-based economy, you know what I mean, giving you credits on how much energy it takes to be you type shit. Yep. I mean, the, the, the ramifications of this Basically is huge. Basically what they have in China right now. Yeah, exactly. China's the beta test. We keep saying this on the show. Absolutely. Social credit, it's all coming, dude. I mean, that's the thing. I, I, I've said this to you, Sonny, and I don't know if you've heard. You probably have. The only things that are open right now, a lot of them are just for to-go, and they're not. a lot of them aren't taking cash. It's just digital. Because you don't want to touch that cash, because you might They're get the freaking case. might get the Modelo virus. Case. You know what I mean? Yeah. So let me let me give you guys this question. Um, I have a comment from Matt Ireland that says, and Matt, I don't think. Look, Matt, I'm not gonna. Well, I might call you out a little bit here. Uh, Matt doesn't necessarily get it. He said that money they are giving us is already ours, so it's not socialism. Well, Matt, let me break something to you, brother. Yeah. yeah. If it wasn't socialism, they wouldn't already fucking took it from you. How's that? <laughs> okay, so wake up, son. Well, and that's the crazy part. And I don't know if I just said this, but I mean, they, they, they hyperinflate. They flood all this cash into the economy, which is hyperinflation 101. Sound, sound like a broken record, so I've said that a lot this week. And then they give you $1,000 and be like, hey, go. What are you going to buy? 
What are you going to buy with $1,000 that don't mean shit, that isn't worth shit, so it, they re- and everything's so closed anyway? 5% of what they've stolen? Right, exactly, <laughs> right. Well, and of course I, nobody. Jeff, I think the only free thing to do with socialist money is to buy guns and ammo with that $1,000 check. Hey, dude, right? who are you telling? No doubt. I'm going shopping with you, Jeff, and I'm going to make sure you spend it on the right things. If you're going to go socialist, you better go militant socialist. Believe me. Yeah, I I, right. I, I second that emotion. And, and again, let me ask you, I mean, as, as these different layers of this just keep stacking on each other. And I get it why people don't get it because there's so much fucking to it. The National Defense Authorization Act was something that came out not long ago during Obama. I think it was maybe Bush started it and then Obama authorized it and then Trump just renewed it. It authorizes the indefinite, indefinite detention of Americans. Uh, no legal precedent or what, you know, no legal due process. Um, and they, an assassination of Americans, as well as they legalized the use of propaganda on Americans. We know they've been doing it forever, but now they legalized it. Yeah, so now yeah, all yeah. this bullshit, all this new shit they're saying now, it's legal, whether it's real or not, and whether they're exacerbating it, and we know the news has a great tendency to do that. What are your thoughts on them now being able to legally use propaganda, especially during situations like this? Well, I mean, look... <laughs> Uh, just Pat just mentioned at the beginning when we started talking, you know, about uh, propaganda when uh, they send you a warning that you are spreading news that they don't like. They right. call it fake news or disinformation or against community standards know, and all that stuff. He, he, here's the thing that I think a lot of Westerners are, are very, very slow to understand and see. If you guys think that you live in the world where you're receiving unbiased reporting and news you better wake the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you are not. You are not. All of these major channels, all of these major outfits and everything else, in, to include the very platform we own, the Facebooks, everything else, they are not unbiased free information exchange stock markets. They are not. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. And... Uh, as far as you know, the whole spreading of propaganda and all that stuff. Look, man, here's I, I have a quick funny story. You know, I went back to to Eastern Europe a number of years ago. Well, I think about five years ago to visit my mom because she was in bad health and, and she has passed since. But I was watching news in uh, in Lithuania, a member of European Union, free democratic country, and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, most people don't even know it here that in, in, in countries of the European Union, they very, very easily pass the laws pretty much outlawing watching certain channels. Right. Certain television channels, as in news from Russia. In Lithuania, it's a criminal thing now. Really? To, trans- to transmit Russian news because they don't like it. And if people think that somehow this cannot happen here, I'll repeat myself. You better wake up. Well, and we've said it so many times before. Look at what is there? I don't even know anymore. Five, six companies that own all these different hundreds of media outlets where it's magazine, radio, TV, Internet. I mean, it's just absolutely controlled. Well, and another thing, you know, you've war game stuff. We talked to Pronto last night about war gaming, these kind of things. I don't know if you've heard about Event 201, something that went down, basically a war game of this very Bill, thing. Bill, 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 Bill Gates, Bill World Gates. Economic Council or World Economic League, whatever it is. Just, yeah, same thing. And it, if you read the language, it starts out in South America with hogs or whatever, then it bats. I mean, everything that's playing out right now almost, almost to the T, and it's a coronavirus response. Thoughts on that, my friend? You know, 
I think I think maybe for most people it's time to to, to kind of take off the blindfold and go how many coincidences over the number of years can happen that all lead to the same final outcome how many things can be coincidental right you know, one it's, it's it's like you know like like how many times the husband accidentally gets drunk and cheats on his wife right? <laughs> accidentally, right? once twice when he does it 12 times it's not accidental i slipped baby i slipped okay? i slipped and, and 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 my penis just fell in you know seriously guys let's wake up yeah i, I get yeah well, and we've had that conversation. I was on a show the other day, and we brought it up, and I've said it before, too, this mass Stockholm syndrome we have. How many fucking times do these people have to lie to you for then for you to realize? How many times do you have to be punched in the face, Sonny, or Pat, to realize you're in a fight? Not many. And with everything, you know, like I've, you know. Pat look, has experienced that. You, you punch pretty quickly back, right? Yeah. Uh, still, even for an old guy, I can still move pretty good. <laughs> right. There you go. I, but I, again. I, I, the, the, Sonny, talk. I, I apologize yeah, without waking up your 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 kid and your wife. Uh, try to talk really loud so that all my viewers can hear you on Facebook. They are wanting to hear you more. Okay, I'll talk louder. I'll bring the phone closer to my face so they can see my unshaved. <clears throat> there, you <laughs> there you go. So let me let me ask you. You know, when you go back to um, you know the media, you know I. It's, it's incredible to me that most Americans, or a vast majority of them, when I say something like, hey, look up Operation Mockingbird, you know, pay attention to this, you know, we, Americans are under the assumption that the media here, as you said, is giving you unbiased uh, news and that everything in communist China and Russia and everywhere else is all controlled by the government. Well, I've got news for you folks. The media here is controlled by the government. That's all there is to it. Because we know that at the time of JFK's assassination, there were over 40 CIA operatives um, in high-up positions within our media. That was when JFK was killed. That was before I was even born, or two years after I was born, whatever. But uh, it's, it's rampant, and it's obvious. When I sit there and watch it, I could see it. God, I could see it when I was... In high school and in my early 20s, I went, these guys are lying through their teeth. And if I could see it, why can't other people? What is the block? What is the cognitive dissonance that these people are suffering from where they simply won't open up their minds and accept the fact that they uh, and just just say, yeah, it's bullshit. It's bullshit. When we, when we tell people our government and other governments funded and armed ISIS and al-Nusra in Syria, we're the ones that did it. And they still deny it when it's actually documented it's facts over 300 flights of silkway airlines alone full of um your depleted uranium um artillery rounds white phosphorus weapons all kinds of small arms going straight into turkey straight into uh benghazi libya and distributed into syria and people still won't fucking listen dude they still won't listen it's, it's so frustrating to me you know it's 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 bad People have, you know, you heard the saying that uh, hard men make good times. Good times make soft men. Soft men make hard times. Right. Mm -hmm. We are in that stage. Hard we times are, are here, brother. Where soft men are already made very hard times because we are upon very hard times. Right, right. And 
here's the one big characteristic of how what's behind meaning soft man it's not that they weak don't have muscle can bench press 350 or whatnot no yeah. it's more that they are soft in here mm -hmm. they are very yes. easily manipulated into <clears throat> what they would want to believe to live a fucking comfortable hmm. life and comfortable life what is believe that what we do is always right and good is believe that everything that's being done in our name is for our good and believing is much easier than questioning right because that's the difference between the follower and the student but someone said you know it's easier to it's easier to you know uh, what do they say it's easier to fool somebody than convince them that they've been fooled yeah, absolutely. and that the confirmation bias, everything you said. I mean, everybody. I've said well, whatever. I hate to keep saying that, but everyone has their opinion. or doesn't have an opinion. Their opinion has them, and it just uh, it, you know, whatever you want to call it, uh, identity politics, extreme patriot or extreme tribalism. It's just uh, it creates these blinders where you could, you know, help me out, ladies and gentlemen. I said this on a show that I was on the other day. The last every war for the last one hundred years, beginning of the last century till now, it's like they've literally all been based off bullshit or a lie. Whether beginning of the Spanish American yeah. War in the main, World War One, World War Two, the Gulf of Tonkin, incubators for for Persian Gulf War, weapon bullshit, weapons of mass destruction, Syria, Libya, it's all been bullshit. It's all been this even, military even industrial complex. Stuff. Exactly, exactly, for sure. I'm just saying like the major stuff. No, you're exactly right. I mean, all this stuff we've done. It's all been this now I have to call it the military industrial pharmaceutical telecommunication complex, but and that just keeps expanding and all these different incursions, whether it's overt war like this. And that's the other thing I want to get your question on. In my opinion, the optics, the metric or the optics of of war as we've seen it is just bad PR. So I think there's going to be more of an introduction of this asymmetrical warfare, covert stuff we don't see, cyber stuff we don't see, biological stuff like this that we don't see, and we're always too busy reacting so we're never addressing who's really doing it but the effect is still whatever it is is still having its effect what are your thoughts on this being asymmetrical warfare and more of that kind of stuff to come that is the beauty of asymmetrical warfare because asymmetrical warfare just like in the fight and, and, and champ here can chime in if you are very rhythmical puncher where you punch one two one two one two predictable people people will catch your rhythm right you become predictable and you are not easy to read the, 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 the idea of asymmetrical warfare is that it's it's I, I, I call it combative hip hop you know? <laughs> because it has that that very broken rhythm and it comes from all directions to very different targets and <laughs> That's usually <awesome. laughs> it doesn't come for the most you know for the most obvious targets it hits you somewhere where you go like well that's not gonna hurt much but it did get your attention there right right and and, and what what happens is basically you know human attention human brain human existence is is kind of like a transformer you know it can only handle certain amount of electricity that's being put in it to change the voltage okay but with this asymmetrical warfare it's overload we constantly sparking because there's too much coming in interesting and the outcome is and the outcome is that we're dropping the ones that are seem insignificant and focus on the big ones that they present to us as big ones. Right. Big fist in front of your face, but there is a knife up your ass. <laughs> Pay no attention which to one... the man behind the curtain. Yeah. Right, which right. One, which one is going to get you? Yeah. Yeah. So so I want to ask you, Sonny, you know, uh, Bill Camper, who's uh, a longtime friend of mine, and uh, Gabe 
Gabe Lemley just uh, posted something in, in Russian. I don't know if you can see that on your screen. I can switch to Facebook really quick and take a look at it because I'm, I'm, I'm on Skype right now with you guys. But, I'll, but I'll anyway, um, Bill, Bill Camper had a, a good question, and he said, why, why are we not getting any news of coronavirus out of your home country, Russia? What is, what is the suppression of the uh, news coming out of Russia? Why is there nothing? Okay, well, for one, there are cases of coronavirus found in Russia. Uh, in, okay. Moscow, in Moscow alone, I believe they up to 80 or 90 cases of coronavirus. Okay. Uh, you know, some doctor, some female doctor from some organization that if you take a closer look, you may possibly find that that organization is getting financial support from somewhere which has nothing to do with Russia. But that's just my guess. That's just conspiracy. Well, uh, we don't entertain conspiracies know, around here, Sonny. You got to tighten up. No, brother. I'm sure. I'm sure not at all. <laughs> that would be fake news, right? But you know, she 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 puts out this rumor that that like a wildfire spreads to all the media just today. You know about how Russia is using the same tactics the Soviet Union used in 1986 with Chernobyl, and uh, we're not getting the real numbers. We're not getting the real information, and so forth. You know, there is there is accessibility to, to Russian television. And there's uh, there's some serious people that, again, it's opinions, but use your own brain, you know. And, right. and people say, yeah, there is an increase in comparison to last year of cases of uh, pneumonia, you know, the lung infection in Russia. Uh, something like 20% increase. They go like, well... It's really all of those patients coming in with the lung distress and, and, and breathing difficulties, they are being tested and there is no coronavirus. Well, there's why there's so many people with breathing difficulties. Because there's freaking worldwide. Freaking up a little bit, brother. Yeah. Got a little break up there, Sonny. Not sure why they're shutting him down. And he has a simple during the cold season. Is it coming to all right? Can you hear me? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, we're hearing you now better. That last chunk broke up, bro. All right. So the last chunk is was basically that, you know, they're saying that there's significant increase of cases of uh, pneumonia in, in Russia, right? So they're checking and they're talking to Russian doctors then they go like yeah because there's more people going to the hospitals to get checked because they are panicking because they may have coronavirus that's the 20 percent increase it's not necessary that russian government those evil putin lackeys are hiding the information you know what i'm saying yeah yeah well that's what i've said about since 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 trump opened up you know money for free tests more tests are going to mean more positive uh, results, right? And that I think they're going to obviously use that to make it seem like it's just spreading more and it's crazy when in fact they've had it already. And I don't know if you've heard our other show with Pat, like I think he had it, like other people have had it for a while and it's not this obviously deadly thing that they say it is, but I think they're going to use this spike that's about to come from these more the, more tests to necessitate all of this that's coming, you know, martial law or whatever it is that their people keep rumoring. Well, and I also I also I also want to ask uh, as far as Russia have they shut down industry and businesses and everything over there yet? Uh, not to the best of my knowledge in Russia, no. 
Okay, okay. I know that in some countries in Eastern Europe, especially members of European Union, yes, they have. And right. In pretty hard way, in pretty hard ways. Yeah. Well, and as as we extrapolate, like you said, it almost at this point, like I agree that the die has been cast. It doesn't matter who threw the rock into the pond. The ripple effect is going to be fucking up a lot of things. But as we address, and as we will address, as this thing goes away, did you hear about this? The members of Congress and other individuals who sold their stock before this whole thing popped off. And what are your thoughts on yes. that? Yes, I heard about it, and uh, I, I'm, 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 I'm positive that every American is, like, absolutely shocked and confused that our officials in government are fucking corrupt. <laughs> Who would have ever thought? Well, and, then, and then the irony, Diane Feinstein, who just got a while ago, got pinched for having a freaking Chinese spy in her midst for 20 years, and nothing yeah, it happened. Her, her limo driver. It was her, her fucking limo. driver. Yeah, but, you know, I mean... They, they, they come back, I heard some more people say, well, I mean, if you had, by the virtue of your job, if you had information that tells you, by the virtue of your job, you're not looking Rosa. for it, you're not paying. Oh, honest, damn it. He's good, keep Stay going, Sonny. Keep going, Sonny. Good stuff coming. All right, you hear me? Yep, keep going. All right, so they say, you know, by virtue of your job, if you don't pay bribes, nothing, you just received information that, you know, simply because that's your job, wouldn't you do the same? And uh, my answer to that is by virtue of you accepting that job or being elected official, no, you take an oath not to do that. Right. Well, in the, in the complete you, lack of accountability, this was freaking, this course. wasn't even a theory. This was national news. And she's still right. sitting there. She's still sitting there. I don't think they're going to impeach her, no? No. I mean, it just lends itself to the kind of frustration that my man Chris Peranto had to have felt when he fucking saw that freaking stankin' witch Hillary Clinton sit up there and be like, at this point, the freaking difference. You know what I mean? It's just the lack of accountability just has to drive people fucking nuts, dude. And even from this, I mean, obviously, we're going to find out later on down the line what's all playing out because everybody's, not everybody, clearly, but a lot of people are just seeing through this. It's the reaction's not matching the threat. And with all's going down, everything getting shut down, and the ramifications, not just economic, but social, man, there's going to be so many people in the streets tricking off. Again, I say it for the 20th time. Pat had the best statement. Look at what people are doing in stores to each other, and their bellies are still full. Yeah. In, in a few weeks, that's not going to be the case. That, like, nine-meal rule, you miss nine meals. Like, it's, 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 all of this is game-changing, and we're just at the beginning of it. Yeah, we are in the very, very, very early stages of it. And and people are posting again right now on, on Facebook. My son thinks he had it. This person thinks they had it. I had it in January. Other guys from my my production crew had it. Um, I, I've said this before, and I don't want to bore people who have heard this before, but I have to tell you, Sonny, is I had the convulsions and the shakes in my basement for two and a half days. My lungs sounded like two bowls of soup for 10 days. Um, it was severe. It was very severe. And um, a lot of the guys from my crew had the same thing, different severities, right? So this was January, and then a doctor posted on Twitter and said, if you had a, a, a severe upper respiratory infection from November to February, I've got news for you. You already had the coronavirus. So there's some there's some bullshit going on. When, with when you when you said that, bro, and then even today, since you said that, what was it a week and a half ago when you revealed that, or maybe it was even longer than that, 
we just keep getting hit with stuff. Man, over Christmas vacation, our whole family. No one's been sick. Like, you know, we were all hemmed up. My with brother the... was knocked down, dude. My brother sent me a picture with his hoodie up, and he pulled the string so this much of his face was showing. He was laying in his basement with, like, five blankets on top of him. Just goes, dude, I'm so sick. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, so a lot of people had it. And I want to know at what point Feinstein and these other people that, that uh, sold their stock I want to know when they knew this shit was hitting the United States. Right. I want to know how early that was in reality. You know, I want I want a Freedom of Information Act, uh, which will probably be sought uh, on those documents on on when the Intelligence Committee and the Health and Human Services and everybody else knew that this stuff was already here. I truly hope you know that Trump and his team uh, are really preparing some some really 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 hardcore punches. I really hope. I'm not holding, you know, high expectations, but I deep down I truly hope because whatever it would take, whether it would take truth serum or them spending a couple of nights in the basement with some nasty individuals like myself, but <laughs> information that we would get from those people, I think it would absolutely fucking shock. Well, I mean that's what and I'm I saying. All you all you got to do yeah. is disclose the information that's there. That's all pu- not public information, but it's a digital footprint. Whoever she invested that money through, whoever those people invested, whatever firm, whatever brokerage, it's the footprint is there that they did it. All we got to do is disclose that, and then be like, "Why did you do this? Why, you know what I mean?" It's just, dude, hold the presses, hold the presses. So Scott Lambden, who's a veteran, he's a he's a a, a well trained individual. Um, said, my son was running 102, 103 temp for about three to four days in January. Then listen to this, Wes Gillum. Wes Gillum, who's a good friend, he was a, uh, a helicopter pilot and has done a lot of tours of duty. Uh, he said, that's how my mom was when she died the 2nd of January. Wow. I had I had a lot of accounts from people that, that have wow. trained with me in seminars in gun community, but some of them not from January. Some of them are from back in December and late November. Yeah, even yeah. earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry for your loss, Wes. Uh, that's 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 rough stuff there, man. And that's right yeah, on the heels of the war gaming. That's that. right on the heels of the event two hundred one war gaming, which I think took place October two thousand nineteen. And so much of this kicked off right after it. Ladies and gentlemen, go to the website if you can find it. It's been posted everywhere about event two hundred one and read literally the summary of what it's about. It is a literal, literal iteration of what the fuck is happening right now. Literally. Bill Gates funded the whole thing, and then Bill Gates, what did he do, Bill? What, what did he do, Jeffrey, just oh, he recently? He decided to, st- to step back yeah. and, and focus on philanthropy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, he steps down, steps down from Microsoft and uh, Berkshire Hathaway all of a sudden, um, this that's that's like that's stuff. like that, that that's like bill clinton stepping down and working on sleep therapy dude i mean let's let's address this as what it is because the, the like you said there can be only so many coincidences you know what i mean this is for a boy to be wargaming it and then have this happen and him step down i mean all of this is unprecedented and not only just him so many people stepped down over the last month from you know disney apple or whatever it was uh, mcdonald douglas you know I'm not buying any of these coincidences. And now that when we see some of these people were selling their stock before this popped off, it's just further proof that there was some, some level of pre-knowledge to this. So, Yeah. Now, Sonny, let me ask you, um, National Guard's being deployed nationwide. We've seen pictures of long, long trains uh, hauling a lot of Hummers, uh, a lot of Humvees rolling up I-55 towards Chicago. I don't know where they where they've staged themselves at, obviously south of the city somewhere. 
Um, they haven't rolled into the city as far as I know, but I have seen a lot of, of pictures also of, uh, of, of military folks that have rolled into cities. And I got a picture earlier, and, and people say, wait a minute, that's pictures of the military parade in San Diego. Well, there's no parade route where these M1 Abrams and these Bradley fighting vehicles are. Um, there's nobody along the street, and these things go for a long ways. It's a picture from a high-rise down on top of them. Um, what are your thoughts on, you know, a lot of people are, are saying, you know, you, you know the type of people that are saying this, oh, they're just, they're just being um, um, sent out to assist with testing stations, the medical for coronavirus. aspect. Yes, and I, yeah, I don't know how course, many. I don't know how many. I don't know how many uh, test kits you can carry in a, a Bradley fighting vehicle or an M1 Abrams. But I'm just thinking, uh, they're not necessarily needed if they're just doing testing. Right. No, Pat. This is it has very easy explanation. And listen how logical it is. <laughs> no, because because you know expectations are that panic will increase and there could be some bad folks that will start rioting and looting so we're right. just asking national guard to prevent the riots and looting and and to you know they're not going to do anything to suppress your your your, your freedoms or, or or your freedom of movement uh and just today news comes out about department of justice yes. asking for different authorizations as far as arrest pre-arrest post-arrest and all of those regulations. And I, I posted today so, something and, from the CDC from and 2017. Indefinite detainment, indefinite detainment without yes. But that is under Department of Justice. So this is not through military. Department all, of Defense. They, 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 they don't right. need to put in a, you know, total war footing. They don't need to put in martial law. The only thing that's needed, which already has been declared, which is state of emergency. And I posted something from 2017 today from the CDC. They were asking for expanded powers on who they could quarantine, and that was back in 2017. But I saw that DOG thing drop today where you're exactly right. They can just disappear you. They can just snatch you up. I'm not not saying that, you know, we have any kind of definitive proof on the paper because we don't that this is what's being prepared for and all that. But again, I'm asking folks to think. And, and people say, well, you're being paranoid. There is an old saying, better paranoid and alive than stupid and dead. But you, 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 know, you, can't, you can't play that card anymore. And I'm not breaking my arm, patting ourselves on the back because, you know, conspiracy theorists are a vindicator. We're taking some kind of victory lap. Every element of collapse is here. They've closed down every business from your international business from your, to your local bar and everything in between. They've hyperinflated the economy with dollars, which is going to create hyperinflation and devalue the dollar they're mobilizing whatever on the streets because they're anticipating social unrest retirement people have had their retirement wiped out over the last three or four years i mean this is every ingredient you could possibly ask for for the hugest reset we could possibly imagine nothing like that has ever happened in history ever nothing this unprecedented. is this is absolute unprecedented i will agree with you with, I, you know i, I don't want to be Actually, I don't give a shit if people people accuse me of that, but I'm not the one who just, you know, stirs up the panic button. I'm right. not. I want people to remain calm. I don't want them to panic, but I want them to fucking take off their, their little rosy shades and look at it and, 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 and ask very direct and brutal question. And I'm sorry if language, especially for ladies watching, may be inappropriate. How many times you have to be slapped across the face with a dick to realize that you are being freaking sexually assaulted? How many times? 
once, twice, 15? Does it have to continue for two days? If it's that many days? times, then you like it. If you do it 15, then you like it. You know, and, and, and I mean, I understand the need for us to, to, to stay positive. I understand the need for us to not, you know, spread gloom and doom and all that stuff. But but when you fucking, because of that, you become willfully delusional. Yeah. It's that okay. Stockholm Syndrome. There is there is a name for it. You became slave on your own accord. Right. You gave up. You gave up. You right. gave up. And that was that, was that Aldous Huxley thing. Wrong yeah. When you suspect things and you go like, you know what? I was too, you know, too suspicious. I was too, you know, neurotic about it. Okay. Maybe I should change my diet or whatever. Right. But to wake up one day and find out that you have shackles. Right. Because for five years you didn't realize that you're getting slapped with a dick. I don't know, man. Not me. Yeah. And that's now, what I think. It's been a social engineering. They've done this so many times. They've, they've pushed the thing down the line and seen what we're willing to accept. And I, they have to. I know they've extrapolated the data on each time these things have gone down. Where's the line for these guys? And they've pushed it further and further. But I think there's always that room for that, for that fear-based and that, that trauma-based. You scare the shit out of people and you, you just create that kind of like helplessness. But, I mean, yeah, dude, I, um... It you can just... already see it in the cities, man. I was driving through North Dallas today, you know, after farmer's market, and I stopped at a couple of places to pick a couple of things up, you know, and, and you can see this almost, like, deflated personalities. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like they're like, uh, I, I, I'm screwed. Right, yeah. You know I mean? Yeah. You can feel it, that, that spirit in the store, and I'm looking around, and I'm like, man, this is like... This is like 1991 in Soviet Union, where people like went like, wow. "We are at the end of times." You and, know, what I mean? you know, and I don't because want to give people too much credit in this, but I think what do you? And I said this to a friend of mine. It's like people are starting to get it. Even, even you know, whatever you want to call them, the people who aren't into conspiracies, they're just starting to see through it. And like even me, I'm fucking chewing on this shit forever, and I'm. I'm, I'm that person almost. I'm starting to think, not with a screwed, but I'm saying to myself, man, do people, do I even realize it? Do people realize where this is going in eight weeks, six, you know, in three, two, three months, where this is going to be? And it scares the shit out of me, quite frankly. Yeah, it's and it's not a doom and gloom. It's, on my Facebook, my brother said they shut you down and it's saying trying to reconnect. All right, that's not the first time. Facebook loves us. Uh, so we shut down? No, no, we're good. No, we're, no. we're good. We're, we're still good. going on Skype. We're still going. But uh, I want to ask you, Sonny, um, you know, the the banking sector, here's the thing, you know, we've got there. We're back, baby. We're back. We lost we, about we haven't half been of our viewers. On, it's quite all right. But, um, that was deliberate to shut us down, apparently. But here's the interesting thing. I had a banker who I know who's watching um, the derivatives market. The, the, you know, they're talking about the government suspending mortgage payments to the banks for up to a year. What are the bankers going to do? The bankers have insurance, but when there's, when the, <coughs> excuse me, when the oh, American shit. dollar, it's not coronavirus, I swear. Quarantine. When the, when the, uh, when the American dollar is worth nothing. Yeah, I don't want to <laughs> cop on you guys on the screen even. But, uh, but the derivatives market, when that bubble bursts, Katie, bar the door, man. It's, it's. It's over, but I want to hear from from uh, John DeDonker. If you're still on, man, uh, he's he's a, a banking guy, and anybody else in the banking industry, you know, uh, chime in with any questions you guys have. I want to know from you guys. I have questions for you guys on what the hell you're going to do when you can't get any mortgage payments caused in. 
So I'm saying, yeah, you know, yeah, go ahead, bro. financially to me, it's to me, it's this. I'm certainly not, you know, as well versed in 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 all the issues financial and derivatives and derivatives market and all that stuff. Here's what I know, man. Anything that you don't hold in your hands in times like that is not yours. <laughs> right. So I heard, you know, I've been I've been circling in this in this interesting interesting circles of people that call themselves anarcho-capitalists and and you know and, and all that stuff where it's all about the the bitcoins and, and and all the other stuff and they swear by it and and you know Ethereum. And did we lose sonny nope like, we're here bro dude, keep going sonny one, one button shuts down your internet access and you don't have nothing absolutely yeah. nothing exactly so the currency is what here's the first currency be prepared be skilled there you go this is your first currency Second currency, have something that always has value, regardless of what. What always has value? Some people will say gold, some people will say silver, some people will say guns, some people will say ammunition. It's capabilities to function in non-permissive environments. That always has value. That will attract like-minded and like-prepared people to you. Right. Now you can create little mini-communities of people doing this stuff, Bingo. if it goes to that level. And I, again, not to, I don't mean to cut you off, but I was just saying this. I think as this progresses and as we reset, like, all right, I was not near as prepared. I think a lot of people who've seen through this are like, I'm not playing that game in the cities anymore. You're going to see more of this kind of agrarian, uh, rural people who are, you know, communities coming together who are, who are not falling for the banana the tailpipe shit anymore. And they realize the ramifications of when things really do go sideways like they will here and they reset. It's like we got to do what we can not to happen that for that not to happen again. We can't be on the dole of the state what, and the government, et cetera. What's Let's up? give credit where it's due. Let's give credit for people going more agrarian after this passes to mini Mike Bloomberg because he said that farming is easy. Anyone can do it. <laughs> it, it is true. I mean, that's very true. <laughs> I mean, I mean, a lot of people, as long as you do it, I mean, you have to do well, it in time. No, I mean, it's, it's not easy. It's a science. That's the thing. Try and grow tomatoes. <clears throat> Everybody that tried to grow tomatoes this year grew a shitty crop of tomatoes. You're going to know what you're doing. <laughs> I had decent tomatoes. I didn't have great tomatoes, but I had decent decent tomatoes. Bro, I've seen uh, your crop every year, man. You you go ape shit with your stuff, bro. Yeah, I just I hey, to to be honest with you, I wish I wish we had done some canning. Yeah. My god, I could have a basement. Well, you had so food. much you were giving shit away. <laughs> I was giving it away to all the neighbors, my brother, my sister. I'm giving it to everybody, man. Yeah, come get some tomatoes, come get some cucumbers, some You had peppers, whatever. you had the whole nine, dude. Well, I'm a, that's going to be that's going to be your currency this year. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That, and that I, I find that not... interesting. The, the, the different, see, like you said, we think money is just this thing, the paper, whatever. But like you said, it's just things that have a certain value. Maybe you can barter for something. That's still currency. And people need, again, that's part of the reset. That's a part of what's going to happen is people, when this reset occurs, it, they're not going to be so reliant on this paper fiat currency with isn't worth shit. And they could take the value away with the touch of a button. You're exactly right, dude. You know, and I think the result of this is going to be, you know, when people people paying attention to stock market because they think it's some kind of an indicator of economy. No, stock market is indicator of trust. Yeah. Stock market is indicator of trust and public sentiment. Public public sentiment is what is how their feelings and thoughts are manipulated by whom? By the same people we already talked about. Right. Yeah. 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 You know. Yeah. The casino. So there is no recovery for stock market. There will be some, you know, ups and downs and all that once this is all true. 
But when you look at it, what's, what happened here, do you know how many people will pull out of all of their 401ks and all that stuff? Because if it hasn't crashed, been pulled out for them, if they haven't lost if everything. If there's anything well, left when they pull it out. Of it, yeah. Whatever is going to be left of it, right? And uh, it's, I don't know. I think in the, you know, more of a positive note, I think that if this doesn't turn too bloody, this in the long term can have actually positive effects. Absolutely. I think even because, if even if it does turn bloody, I mean, you know, can't make an omelet without cracking some eggs. It's always darkest before the dawn. I think with it's no, going to get say, it's going to get worse before bloody, it gets better. I, not too bloody. Yeah, too, too, too bloody measurement is you know we don't want it to get into millions. Right? Well, like we said with last night with Peranto, he's like, stay calm. Like, uh, you're Chris Peranto. Your barometer of calm is different. Like, you know, too bloody for you is probably a little different than everybody else, maybe. But I feel what, I feel <laughs> oh, what you're know, saying. Like those, I feel like you Joseph though. Stalin, Joseph Stalin said, "One death is a tragedy; a million is a statistic." Yes, yes. Yeah, Gosh, yeah. Man. So let's go back. Now that you mentioned Stalin, let's go back in history, and let's talk about the end of the World War II and where all the Nazis went. Because Germany lost the war; the Nazis did not, as we well know. Um, anybody that's researched this, there were many, many Nazis who escaped to South America. Many Nazis were brought here. Um, scientists who worked on uh, projects at NASA. When NASA yep. was started, uh, scientists who were doing experiments on children, horrible experiments on children and women, and and uh, and that continued here in this country. And if people think that our country and, and its history and what's going on now isn't affected by uh, you know past Marxism and and the Nazi the Nazi uh, regime and the and the testing and all the other look the Tuskegee experiments and all the other shit that's gone on. We know that comes from, from, from the Nazi branch and the people that infiltrated this country. And that shit is alive and well, man. It is alive and well. And what we're seeing today is a spawn of that type of thinking and that type of mastermind. You know, history is a funny thing, Pat. It, it's really funny thing. You know, when, when, when we look at history and how it's written and how it's being repeated and what's being pushed, it's that probably scares me the most about our education system yeah because people are being made indoctrination baby it's indoctrination that even joseph goebbels <laughs> and uh he's probably spinning in the grave in envy right so i wish i How'd wish you do that? i came up with something like that <laughs> right i wish yeah. And see, yeah. and that's the fine that's line between people like us when, when we first started this show, Pat and I, like, we need to read, and we have, I think, redefine that term conspiracy because everybody thinks conspiracy is just Bigfoot type, type stuff. You know what I mean? But, you know, it's unfortunate that so many times we wind up illustrating things that wind up happening to, to come true. And it's not, again, not to pat ourselves on the back, but it's just what it is, man. You mean you guys are conspiring to be objective? That's terrible. Right. We're critical thinkers. <laughs> oh, my God. Right? The thought police are coming after us. <laughs> Well, contrarian, contrarian, th contrarian thought is healthy. Um, in the initial phases of when your brain opens up, now you were exposed to this stuff early on, Sonny, in your life. You know, having been through warfare, having dealt with a lot of, uh, of hardship um, in, in the job you had in, in Russia and the Russian, uh, the Soviet Union breakup and all the other shit that happened. You know, you are hardened by that sort of experience. Um, but uh, Americans. Americans have never experienced this, right? Americans have no clue what they're about to see, no clue how bad this could possibly be. I'm not saying it to scare people. I'm saying it because I want people to be prepared. I want people to understand that, hey, man, uh, you need 
I've always been somebody who was a visualizer in life, in getting ready for big world title fights, for anything. I always visualized the worst happening and getting out of it and figuring it out. I visualized horrible situations and being able to figure my way out of it. I've always been that way. And so my brain has at least, although I haven't experienced the hardships that we're, that we're dealing with, I have imagined this stuff a lot and I've thought about what my process and what I would do to get the hell out of it. And, but you've got firsthand experience, so it's much different. You know, Pat, it's like this. Most fighters, and I'm not necessarily saying in, in, the, in the context of me and you talking, you know, fighting in the ring, fighting for your life or whatnot. Fighter is something that's here. Right. Most fighters, they will, will, they will use visualization to put themselves in pretty much inescapable. You're back to the wall. And it's very important brain conditioning. It's very important character building exercise. Everyone right. should do that. But think about, again, how programmed most Westerners are to avoid that at any cost. The yeah. entertainment. We're not being pushed into hard situations through entertainment. It's, it's strictly to relieve the stress of daily life. Really, you have to wake mm -hmm. up at 7 and go to work and live in the 2,000-square-foot luxury home with air conditioner oh. for you. For you. I really fucking feel for you. You know, let me entertain you to take off your damn stress, right? <clears throat> But, but this is how we make soft men. This is how we make soft country. And softness is easy to roll whichever way you want. And that's been cultural, too. We've talked about it, Pat. You know, putting square dances in or square dancing in or instead of whatever, home act or something. Everyone gets a participation trophy. I, I saw a video of the, ki you know, the kid who, you know, Mom, I want the new iPhone. It's out. And he, he couldn't get it, so he wrecked the iPhone he had. He just destroyed it in front of his... I mean, it was just this little entitlement in these puss-ass kids, dude. That, like you said, have never been faced with any kind of adversity. It's just troubling. And so well, when, it's like you're saying, where, 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 where they implemented, the liberals implemented a newer, softer, uh, because a good friend of mine, I won't say his name because I don't want him to be in the hot seat, who was former head of Army, chemical, uh, Army, uh, Army Physical Ready, and he was one of the head guys of Iowa Physical Fitness when the liberals came in and started implementing all the bullshit and getting rid of dodgeball because a kid might get hit with one of the soft red balls in the face. Uh, God forbid, you know, a kid cries. Uh, <laughs> this, 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 all of this shit across this country and quiet time and and safe spaces and all this shit <laughs> was conditioning to get everybody ready to fail, man. Get everybody ready to fail under tough circumstances. Um, man, I grew up. I grew up in a house that flooded with water uh, every time it rained. I lived in the basement. Uh, it was a garage in the basement that got turned into a bedroom for me and my brothers. We lived in a basement with black mold. Um, trust me, man, I, I've had it tough in my life. I, I, I'm okay. I'm, I'm going to be okay no matter what, but it is. Here's the thing. My children are tough. They are tough, not necessarily to societal collapse, but they are tough because they've endured horrible workouts their whole lives. They've been swimmers and rowers and all this other shit, and, and we've disciplined them. Uh, to be tough, and they are tough, and they are dealing with all of this really well, actually, uh, and we're having a good time as a family, and people need to understand that they need to do the same thing with their kids. Toughen them up. Don't listen to society. Don't let them pussify your children. Toughen your children up and toughen yourself up and get ready for any eventuality that might come your way as a family and as a society. <laughs> right, right Sonny? Yep. Yeah, you know, 
people ask me sometimes, they go like, what would be the biggest, most important stuff that you can do for the future? You know, the answer is, and I truly believe that, pull your fucking kids out of public schools. For real, dude. Get them out now. I know the hardships that come with it with homeschooling. I know most people can't afford private schools. And, and do something because you're allowing them to be injected with cancer from which there is no cure. There isn't. It is. And it's going to be cancer. It's going to be cancer that's going to envelop the whole damn society. And this is where it's going to be the end of the empire. It, it is. It's just an assembly line. And I hate, I mean, there's this assembly line of just morons dude i mean you might learn some book stuff or whatever but there's no level of critical thinking in that and even just the information they give you is just such basic bullshit i mean they do not teach to think they teach right. to memorize exactly and submit precisely That's what they teach. and then it becomes like hey why isn't Susie learning like johnny well because he's got adhd lmnop let's jump him you know throw him on some ritalin and blah, blah. i mean then that just takes over there i mean yeah it's all and we've got into that before with the whole Franklin School and the whole, yeah. you know, that whole programming. But yeah, Frankfurt, Frankfurt, the Frankfurt infiltration. Frankfurt, yeah. Uh, you know, a a century ago, almost. Um, really, really, uh, most most liberals don't even know why they think the way they do. The the professors that are that are uh, lunatic liberals right now and Marxists don't even understand why they think the way they do and and don't understand the history of how it how it became that way. But I'm going to ask you, Sonny. They never uh, heard would, about the Russian Prussian model of education. They don't know that it actually started back in 17th century in France, not in Prussia. Right, you know right. I mean? All this stuff is not new. Yeah, yeah. It's so let me ask you. Yeah, let me let me ask you. Um, in the conversation I had with a good friend of mine, who's a former uh, former uh, naval special uh, special operator, uh, SEAL team guy, he said, he goes, let them deploy the National Guard. He goes. He goes, I'll kill a thousand of them in like a day. He goes, they have no clue what I'm capable of. And you're, look, you're. I'm sorry, it's not funny. Dude. Uh, well, I mean, in the way, how this long one. is it going to take? How long is it going to take uh, former, when, when veterans who are former special forces guys who have so much experience in combat, like yourself, and they decide to band together and go, you know what? We've had enough of this shit. How long does it take them to take out an entire uh, National Guard unit? I mean, really? I'll let you in on the secret. (laughs) It doesn't take us banding together. It doesn't take us standing on the (laughs) battlefield in front of them. It takes one or two crazy skilled and kind of devious thinking with devious training people to go to certain places where every National Guardsman, every police officer no longer feels safe for their own families. <laughs> How many of them will go to work the next day? Right, right. And that's yeah, why true, I think it's going to happen, true. too, when the cops do get deployed. And let me ask you, and God, I can't believe I forgot about this. The, the horn of gun door that's been sounded to the criminals, criminals. Montana just said they're going to release criminals and not arrest certain criminals when they commit they're certain offenses. Los Angeles, Philadelphia, everywhere. They're letting people Louis- out. Louisiana. Everywhere. What are your? I mean, again, again, there. that's another spoke on this wheel. How is this not the perfect storm? Every recipe together for a collapse. Oh come on, Jeffrey! It's coincidence. <laughs> it's coincidence. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> I, what do you, I mean, again, like that's what freaks me out, man. It's just you guys keep talking. You for, for a second to get on me. 
And I, again, it's not a doom and gloom thing because I don't like doing that. Again, like I said with the show, I, we, me and Pat have always tried to present stuff. Hey, what if about this? Just alternative thoughts on certain stories or whatever. And, you know, the Gulf of Tonkin didn't happen. I'm sorry if that, you know, upsets your sensibility. But when we talk about the Nobody the, the knows pos- what Gulf of Tonkin is unless they've listened to us for a while. The Gulf of Tonkin, the, the, the incident that started the Vietnam War or any of these things that we've we've gotten into that precipitated these these fake wars. But it's not doom and gloom to just simply say, hmm. They're collapsing the global economy because look at the numbers. They're pumping, hyperinflating the economy with just creating more stuff. Everybody's out of work. Bellies are about to empty. Oh, what are those Humvees coming into my city? Like, again, these are all things that just lead me to believe. People can't put two and two together. They have to be able to at this point. I mean, at this point, it's really not splitting the fucking atom. It's so apparent. Many cannot. At least the people that are listening to us can. But many cannot. You wouldn't believe the people... That that harass and call me a lunatic uh, for just putting two to two and two together that you and I normally understand as simple math. And again, it's difficult for, for a lot of Americans who are just like, wait a minute, dude, why are you spreading fear? I go, what do you mean spreading fear? There was actual videos of uh, a line of Humvees. Uh, 10 miles long, rolling up towards Chicago. How is that spreading? Well, again, yeah, I'm and, you, and that's what we are. Coming towards your city. If you, if, as you're driving down the road and you slow down and I'm like, hey, bro, 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 that bridge is out up there, man, about a half mile up there, and you try, choose to just keep going and fly off the bridge that's not there, that's not my fault. We've signed, you know, we've, we've made, we've done what we're supposed to do. Like, hey, this is, this is what it is. You know, we're not going to save everybody, man. That's just what it is, right? And to the notion that we, should try we just are presenting the message and you can do what you will everybody's an adult you know i tell people uh, you know a lot of people that come to train they ask me they go like uh, what do you read and i always tell that next to next to one book that everyone should have again i'm not you know pushing the the faith the bible or whatnot but i tell them this get yourself a little book written by this young woman who got away from Soviet Union named Ayn Rand. And that book is called The Virtue of Selfishness. Yes. Read it, understand what it's saying, and a lot of things in this situation will become much clearer as to what's going on. Ayn Rand. Ayn Rand, The Virtue of Selfishness. Also the author of uh, Atlas Shrugged, yeah. Atlas Shrugged, yes. Um, An artist. It was her, you know, novel. Uh, yeah. The virtue of right. selfishness is more of a philosophy book about the actual virtue of being selfish. Hmm. Right. And some people, and... because think about to education what we've been told that being selfish is a negative thing. No, it's you know what? Do we love other people because we are selfless? No, we're getting something out of it. Right. We're getting something out of it, whatever that make that that something is, whether it makes us feel appreciated or good or loved, or we feel like we're taking care of somebody or whatnot. We're getting something out of it. This whole freaking thing of you know selfless society, inclusivity, you know, the 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 you know the equality, and 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 people go, what is equality? I'm like, uh, equality of opportunity. You have it. Work hard, and you may succeed. But no, now it's a quality of outcome. Everyone is the same. No, we fucking not. Right, right. We're not. You know what I mean? This is cancer at the deep level, man. This is not a skin cancer. Right. This is bone marrow cancer that's been introduced to education, and that's why we have these soft people that are crying for pretty much martial law to prevent the little bug 
infecting grandma in the and I'm not making fun of this. No, this is serious. Yeah. This is personal for people. But you understand what I'm saying. Yes, yes. You know what I mean? How many times has been said when 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 you're willing to give up liberty for security, you don't deserve either. You deserve neither. Yes. Right, right. One hundred percent. And you know, a lot of people are saying, Well, what's the solution? What's the solution? Well, all I can say is that I can only hope and Jeff will probably say bullshit like he always does, which I'm okay with. <laughs> that Trump is who he says he is, and that he kills the Federal Reserve, and that he starts a gold-backed Treasury note, and uh, says piss off to everybody else, um, and and everybody's zeroed out, and we start over. I don't know if that's possible though. I don't know how that how that whole thing. Nobody knows how that's going to play out because nobody's ever seen this. Well, he just you know, signed I, off and renewed the NDAA. He just signed off of this two point trillion in the last week. Like, how is he this like super? And again, maybe he's just reacting and kind of only doing what he can do at this point. But for me, I mean, he's done some pretty cool superficial stuff. But deep down, I mean, I've seen some serious globalist tendencies, bro. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I I don't know what to think about it, man. I you know from the choices we had once once it was clear that Mr. Rand Paul is not going anywhere. Uh. Yeah, from the choices we had, me and my wife, we celebrated that Trump and not Hillary stepped into that chair. Right. Yeah. You know, but looking at what's going on, it's 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 a hard pull, man, because I also, you know, neither one of us knows what it's like to be in position he's in. What kind of machine did you step into? Yes. Right. What yeah. things you find out when you sit in that chair? Right. What's behind what? Who rules what, and what are the consequences of pulling certain blocks? Yes. I agree with that. You know I what I mean? Yeah. This is this is some heavy shit, man. This is not this is not a chess game on the board of in your living room. This is chess game where, when the one figurine got touched, people die. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. And, yeah. And, yeah. and and I I'm not envying anyone being in position of Trump or Putin or people of that caliber. I'm not. You know, and that's insane. Someone I, told me that a long time ago. My very good, my best friend, dude. When I would talk shit about whoever president it was, and we could easily sit here, you know, in Monday Night Quarterback or whatever they call it. But his line to me was, "You never ran a country before." I mean, and however things play out, you have to make some hard fucking decisions, even in, even in peacetime. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, I, I feel that. I feel that we can all get caught up yeah, in kind so, of the. You know, but yeah. overall, I'm looking at it. You know, he has made a number of steps that are outside of globalism. You know, the Paris Accord. The NAFTA, the, the right. you know, right. other things. These these are not very small things. These are multi-billion-dollar things that did get changed. Right. On the other hand, we're still getting involved in Syria. We're still meddling here and there. We're you know, still... taking out Soleimani. I mean, even again, that's yeah. why I think he understands the optics. Man, I can't be bringing hundreds of thousands of troops anymore. I don't just... know, man. With with the whole Soleimani thing, I think it's a very very deep chess game. Look, or, or him, not sound... even just that. Like at the State of the Union, when he introduces Maduro, the completely not even real president, Democratic elected president, whether you like socialism or not, it's not even really about that. How are you going to introduce this guy who's not even president as the legitimate president of Venezuela? That's that kind of imperialist, colonial shit, colonial shit that we've been doing forever. That's that neocon yeah. bullshit. You know, Jeffrey, I wish we could get someone like uh, the mix of, you know, I don't know. Mix of Rand Paul with with Iron Rand and freaking Einstein into the office. <laughs> you know, clone, right, clone a right, perfect right. president. But, but it's but but it's not gonna happen. So I look at it and I go like, you know, this much of a change, two degree change today, may become fifty degree change, fifty years from now. 
Sure. I will I will take small steps. I right. don't expect absolutism does not work in life in any area of life. Absolutism yeah. doesn't work. You know, like like anarchist friends, they say, you know, anarcho capitalists, you know, no masters, no government. Abolish this, abolish that. And I'm like, okay, so you want to abolish Federal Reserve. You cannot truly abolish Federal Reserve until IRS exists. So there's going to have to be steps. And I'm looking at that and I'm like, okay, so this economic collapse, who is going to affect? Who's not getting taxes into their coffins? IRS. Right. I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's really devious, very smart thinking that this is maybe a small step in that direction. Yeah. Kill the IRS potentially. And the possibilities are endless. And I just, again, like we've had a few people and I, I appreciate your candor and your, I mean, not deliberate ambiguity. Like, I'm just not sure. You know what I mean? You're not just throwing out absolutes because you think you know what it is. I mean, we obviously appreciate your, your insight and your perspective on this, but it's good. To, it's refreshing to hear that, like, because literally this is going to play out for a long time and we don't know where exactly this is going to go. This could either this go. Life, this, this, this could go to fucking. Event, this is definitely this, I mean, this is it could go to Thunderdome or it could be petered out in a few weeks. Who knows? That's where we're at. And anything well, now, in between. Now, let's go back to and we talked about this before. Uh, the arrests that have been going on per Q saying that mass arrests are going on and all this other stuff and, and everything else. Go ahead and yawn. Go ahead and yawn. Be, <laughs> don't make, I'm going to come through the, so anyway, we talked about the Mexican cartel, 200 and whatever number of them in, in America were arrested. <clears throat> we talked about heavy arrests of mafia, mafia folks in Italy, but just uh, yesterday uh, news broke and it was legit news uh, that over 300 in government and um, power power positions in Saudi Arabia were scooped up. I saw that. That was like a week ago. Yeah, yeah. So this may, I mean, <clears throat> look at, uh, the more I'm hearing this stuff, I'm going, wait a minute. Is this a cleanup operation? What's going on? Is it? You know what? I, uh, just by the virtue of me listening to what mass news saying, Saudi and Arabia and Russia are going to the war about oil prices to weaken America. Yeah. But then I'm listening to what trump putin or saudi officials are saying about it and then i'm going you know i i've been judging a lot of things lately because in my opinion and i'm biased uh this world has not seen a smarter more skilled chess player in the politics than putin in the past 100 years hmm. yeah he yeah, hasn't said practically a one single negative thing about trump's presidency right. he hasn't said nothing about this price war with saudi arabia and i'm thinking is there actually some kind of under the table something could be it's conspiracy it's just in my head playing out as a wishful thinking and it could be i pray to god it is hmm. but yeah. if it isn't yeah. well i guess we'll see how it plays out if it isn't things will get really bad if it is it's going to be temporarily bad for some amazing amazing reset but so we don't give know. us give us give us your what you remember about when the Soviet Union fell, because I, I remember watching being glued to the TV going, holy shit, the Soviet Union's collapsing. Um, you know, how long did everybody know that that was coming or the signs that it could be happening before it actually went down? People with objective minds, with skills to think objectively, I think saw that from about early 80s. Okay. I was too young to understand it then. You know what I mean? I was still a teenager. Uh, by the time I went to military in the late 80s, uh, the signs were many. The signs yeah. were many. 
you know, the, the inflation levels, the, 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 the certain industries getting shut down after shutdown because of lack of supplies, because of lack of this, people all of a sudden not getting paid, uh, unemployment absolutely skyrocketing. You follow me? What's yeah. happening? Because currently it's very similar. I was yeah, saying, I can see yeah. the parallel. They just shut down the big three the other day. You know, yeah. Yeah. And um, so when it finally started crumbling and it, it actually fell, you know, and, and this is, this is again, I know your listeners are not the average Joes, but nevertheless, if people think Wild Wild West was wild, folks, let me tell you. Hmm. Uh, Soviet Union was the country with absolutely no civilian gun control. Gentlemen, I was a young punk of 17 running around with guns. <laughs> that's, before, that's, that's before military. That's before it fell apart. That was already happening. Yeah. When it did, we were having fun. When I came back from military after Soviet Union fell apart and all that, we were having fun, drinking a lot of vodka, driving around drunk, doing stupid <laughs> shit. And Someone looks at you and you know and, and, and wrong because they're driving a little bit faster BMW than your Mercedes and then they wave a little back off at you. You just pull out your K out the window and you empty the magazine into the air just to kind of let and uh, meanwhile there's a police patrol standing by the side of the road and no one does anything about it. Wow. Guys, wild wild west is nothing. When it sounds like that if sounds like what it's a harbinger of what we're man. about to see, man. It's I mean literally if it's like stuff, if, if, if this stuff happens, no one will be there to protect you but you. Right. Your responsibility right. to be ready for a fight will be on you. And if what you're was, not ready already What was that line you said? Your first line of currency is what? Being being something in a being having having skills and capabilities to function in non permissive environments. Words to live by right there, ladies and gentlemen. Not just during this, but as you proceed in life. That is definitely a life lesson right there. Yes, it ain't it always sunshine and rainbows for all you folks that thought otherwise. And we are definitely about to see how things can get. And God, I mean, I'd seriously pray that this cooler heads prevail. I just, I, I pray for, like what you know, uh, Chris Pronto said last night, we prepare for the worst, we wish for the best, prepare for the worst. It's going to sound crazy. I, I, I hope and I actually pray that all three of us are crazy and insane and we're absolutely wrong. Yeah. Well, that's what I, I like wish. to say about Q. I, I wish, I, man, as a, you know, when the ple seed was planted with me when I knew our government blew our fucking president's head off in broad daylight sitting next to his wife. And then it discontinued from there. All these legal wars, et cetera, et cetera. So I want some accountability. Dianne Feinstein, whatever, whether it's not modern day stuff or old, it always has pissed me off because there's never been any accountability. And even the Russian collusion and Mueller, you can't have the Fox investigating what happened with the hen house. We never see any fucking accountability. And that's what frustrates me. So I want Q to be right. I really do. But I do believe it's hope porn or whatever. But long story short, brother, I, I want to thank you because I got a slide, Pat. I, um, I, I, yeah, man. No, this has been amazing, Sonny. We're not. Go this isn't going anywhere, right? So we want you back here three weeks, couple weeks down the line, just to get your product or get your thoughts on what's happening. Because as this develops, I would love to see or love to hear your insight and perspective um, as this continues. Yeah, absolutely, man. Just let me know ahead of time because when I'm on my farm, my internet connection there is a little bit weaker, so it's better when I come to the city. You know? For sure. And even, and even if it's locked down, I will find my way in here. What, this is too easy of a joke, but on your farm, are you growing potatoes for vodka, being Russian and all? 
Pat, now you're insulting me. Russians don't do potatoes for vodka. We use grain. Polish oh, you people, use grain. Polish, okay, I apologize. People do potatoes for vodka. You think he's Come drinking? On. You think he's drinking pop off over here, bro? <laughs> Come on. Hey, Sonny, shout out any social networking stuff. I know you have your school, your training facility. Give us a little social networking or where we can find you and track you down and see what you're up yeah. to. Yeah, so if you look for Sunny Puzikas or Forward Training Concepts or Ford Honey Badger, you will find me. Uh, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, I'm on YouTube. Uh, you can also look up Gospel of Violence on YouTube. Uh, uh, other than that, I'm in East Texas. I'm about two hours east of tech, east of Dallas. Uh, we have organic farm. We have training facility with live fire range and many other things happening there. It's a private facility. It's not public. Um uh, I have my own water source. I have many other things that I, I, I can survive for a long time without government assistance. And uh, I teach people. It's my passion. It's, you know, I, I talk openly. I'm not very liked, very much liked by many people because maybe I'm too much of an ass with my opinions. But uh, it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> you're honest, bro. You're honest. Well, you know, it... and uh, maybe... Maybe that's why, 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 you know, me and Pat kind of, you know, coming from, from, from in, in essence of background of violence and, and, and some suffering and, 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 and we'll look at things maybe a little bit more pragmatically than, than many folks out there. And that, right? yeah, that's uh, why I love getting the perspective. Being in Dallas, bro, when all of this calms down, we do nice big numbers in Dallas, man. So I would love to have you come to our live event when we do the Conspiracy Farm on the road down Dallas. Yes, would, please go do some training. Go do some training with somebody. Yeah, that would be an absolute oh, pleasure. I would love to have you at Fort Honey Badger again in East Texas because we can do stuff there that is only being done behind the closed doors in Fort Bragg. And nice. that's what's up, dude. SonnyPuzikas.com, ladies and gentlemen, friend of the show. I wish you so much well. I wish you and your your wife, your new wife, fairly new now, but uh, peace, happiness, blessings. Dude, stay safe. Stay well. TheConspiracyFarm.com. Pat and I are working from home. Support the show. Support the sponsors, baby. That allows us to do what we're doing because, well, we don't really have a fucking choice right now. We're kind of locked in. So um, peace and so much love, you guys. Thank you for supporting the show. We got some killer stuff lined up tomorrow. I believe it's tomorrow. Um, in the next couple of days, we got James Corbett from The Corbett Report and Dr. James P. Farrell, Oxford Scholar, coming on. Uh, we are just keeping the bangers coming for you guys because I know you guys are sitting around doing nothing and heavy you need hitters, some cool stuff. Heavy hitters. Heavy Sonny, hitters, Sonny's man. one of the heaviest hitters out there, baby. Damn straight. We love it. Thank you so much, brother. Absolutely. Peace, guys. Right, Enjoy your weekend. You Thank you, Sonny. Stay safe, brother, and be good. Peace, Thank guys. You. Take care.